Okay, anyway, um, <laughs> let me ask you first. Tell me something about yourself and then... We're recording, by the way. I'm recording now. Um, before anything else, I just want to say thank you so much for allowing me to do this with you. I really, really do appreciate it. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's totally fine. I'm excited. <laughs> me too. Okay, I want to talk about two things first. I want to talk about your podcast, which is all about health. I'm interested. As you can see, I'm trying. I'm really trying to lose weight. I've been bouncing off from fat, skinny, fat, skinny, fat, skinny, fat, skinny. And then okay, mediocre sometimes. Okay, but first, please tell us about yourself first and about your podcast at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So I'm Athena. Mm -hmm. I'm currently a podcaster and a writer. Um, I did study biochemistry at university, but I don't really work in biochemistry. I mean, writing is completely, completely <laughs> another subject. Um, but I'm really enjoying, you know, writing and podcasting at the moment. Um, as you mentioned, I do have my own podcast. It's yeah. called Finding My Fit. And I started that in, it was around May of 2020, um, sort of in the middle of the first lockdown. And it was something that I'd wanted to do for like over a year. Mm -hmm. And I finally just got around to doing it. And I kind of cover, you know, health, wellness, nutrition, a bit of mindset. Um, it's sort of everything to do with like physical and mental health, really, because I'm really interested in those subjects. And um, I have a personal training qualification. I have nutrition qualifications. Oh, okay. And I like to sort of give people science-based sort of evidence-based information, but in a way that's easy to understand mm -hmm. because... I think a lot of the time with health and wellness, there's so much information online. Exactly. But a lot of it is either very difficult to understand or it's very contradictory. So people don't yeah, know absolutely. where to even start with it. So I thought that was really important just to have a sort of a platform where people could learn about that kind of thing without it being overwhelming and confusing. Wow. I do agree with everything what you have said, especially reading from one article to another this is the way to make you feel okay with your body this is how you lose weight and you read another article article this is how you lose weight in my own opinion that is based upon studying your own body and being able to find something that that's good for you but um it's not that easy it's not that easy for example uh what is your advice for for starters for example um let's just say overweight people who just don't know where to start. They want to lose weight, but they don't know how to start or where to start. Yeah, it's, I mean, losing weight or gaining weight can be so difficult yeah. for anybody. Like it's not an easy, it might look easy on the outside, but a no. lot of the time there are so many factors that go into your weight and yeah. how easy or difficult it is for you to gain or lose weight. So if you are trying to lose weight, I think the number one thing is to, take a look at what you're currently doing mm -hmm. because the reason that you're struggling is either because you're not moving enough or you're eating too much. And usually it's sort of one of the two, obviously there are so many nuances to it, but generally I think just taking a look and figuring out which factor you think is sort of making it difficult for you to lose weight. And I think when it comes to losing weight, a lot of people think that they have to go into the gym mm -hmm. and run yeah. and run and run and run and run. <laughs> and that's the only way to do it. But there are so many ways to exercise and literally even going on a walk mm -hmm. for 30 minutes a day could be your answer to losing weight. If you currently don't move very much, 
literally walking might be all you need and you'll start to see the weight drop off. So I think just finding one or two things that you can implement into your life that mm-hmm. are only kind of small changes. They're quite easy to do, but just starting off there and seeing how that goes. So like I said, just literally doing a quick walk every day, that might be your answer. Okay. Okay. Um, I've read in one of the articles, they say that losing weight is actually like 80% nutrition and 20% exercise. So maybe walking for 30 minutes or maybe an alternate of walking and jogging an hour for um, three times in a week is going to be fine. But you'll have to deal with your nutrition first. Um, do you incorporate carbohydrates in your diet? I mean, take me to your diet or your everyday regimen when it comes to workout and nutrition. What do you eat for breakfast? Um, what time do you go to work? And where do you... Um, because people always complain, I don't have time, I don't have time, I don't have time. And maybe it's it's true for other people. They say that if you're really interested, you, have, you are going to make time. But honestly, I've been there. You know, I've been to that situation where, you know what, I could use this two hours to sleep right now or maybe take a quick power nap. Uh, because if I run, which is what I do, I, I love the outdoors. I live in the Philippines. So I'm, you know, it's very uh, easy for me to go to a beach somewhere, uh, uh, hike a mountain or maybe mountain bike and jog because I prefer outdoor exercise. It's much more therapeutic for me rather than being stuck indoors where it's fully air conditioned with a TV in front of you. You know, I like to go outdoors, phone off, just music, listening to podcasts or listening to music and just go. But take me to your, um, you, you know, your everyday, your, your everyday regimen when it comes to um, nutrition and exercise. And what do you think about, you know, finding time for people who are really, really busy? There are some people out there who has busy, hectic schedule. Yeah, to be honest, my schedule is crazy, I- insane. At the moment. <laughs> I, I'm working so many hours because I just have so much work going on, but that i mean i still find time to Mm -hmm. work out and eat a well-balanced diet i think i mean at the moment i mean i'm currently self-employed so my schedule oh Mm -hmm. it looked to me and it varies every day depending on i have like lots of different clients and they might give me certain deadlines so my schedule is so varied that i don't necessarily have like a set sort of work day Okay. Um, I could start work at seven and finish at seven. I could start at nine and finish at six. Like it, it's so like different, but um, I always, always, always work out in the mornings. I don't work out every day. Okay. Like this morning I did, I was going to work out, but I don't, I just feel really tired. It's that time of the month. I just don't want to work out. So I didn't go to the gym this morning and I go maybe four or five times a week to the gym, but I always go in the morning. I will go as soon as I wake up. Because mm-hmm. for me, that's the best time. That's the time I have the most energy. So and I, when it comes to kind of, um, I'll talk about the nutrition and I'll go on to figuring okay. out the schedule. So nutrition wise for me, so I'm a vegan. Oh. Um, so that does make things, I guess, a little bit more difficult. I mean, I don't find it difficult, but that's because I know quite a lot about nutrition and for someone who doesn't know very much it can be difficult knowing like how am I supposed to eat um I I do have carbohydrates in my diet Uh I have a lot of carbohydrates in my diet in Mm -hmm. bread Mm -hmm. I could eat bread all day I love it (laughs) peanut butter on toast (laughs) is my go-to and I think this whole thing about 
carbohydrates being bad for you is the media's fault and it's completely wrong the body's primary source of energy what it likes to use for energy is glucose and glucose that's what carbohydrates are made out of so you need carbohydrates i know there are people on things like the keto diet where there are very limited carbohydrates but long term the keto diet is very unsustainable there's very few people that will actually be able to live on low carbs for a long time because like i said we need carbohydrates for energy um so i wouldn't recommend even if you're trying to lose weight i wouldn't recommend cutting out carbs don't cut out any food groups because ultimately when you cut something out it makes you want it more because the brain is going to recognize that it's yeah. not getting in it's not there anymore and it's gonna up yeah, the signal and say we need more yeah. of this um i mean that's a very simplified way to sort of put it but um my diet includes like carbs fats proteins i eat a lot of fruits and vegetables um i also take a couple of supplements because as a vegan there are certain nutrients that you can't really get unless uh-huh. you eat animal products exactly like yeah. mm-hmm. so i do take a few supplements omega-3s um but aside from that really like i kind of just I just see what I want really. And I, I, it's different every day. Like I don't really have like a set sort of breakfast, a set dinner. So mm-hmm. it's kind of varied. And I would recommend everybody to try and eat like a varied diet and not restrict certain food groups and not, you know, feel like they can't eat what they want just because they want to lose weight. You can, you can still lose weight while eating, you know, exactly what you want to eat. Um, Moving on to the schedule part of the question, I feel like I've talked so much then. It's but, okay. Yeah. Um, in terms of making time for workouts, you just have to, and that is the answer. Like, <laughs> like you said, you you would prefer to have those two hours in bed. For mm-hmm. me, when I used to work, when I was full full time employed, I used to start my shift at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I would get up at half past five to go to the gym before work to get there at eight o'clock, and other people would say wow half past five are you crazy sometimes it was five o'clock and I would say well no because that's what I've got to do if I want to go to the gym before work Uh I could lie there for two and a half more hours and just go go straight to work like straight from my bed (laughs) but I wanted to get that workout in because I felt so much better if I did so it's just about getting up earlier it's about missing out on watching two hours of Netflix in the evening because you need to go to the gym or you want to go for a run um and that you just have to find a bit of time for it unfortunately (laughs) like that is the answer i completely agree with that you know sometimes there's like i don't feel like doing it today but after doing it you will thank yourself you know because you just feel so much better afterwards you know your sleep is great and you know it, it feels great to have those endorphins flowing um anyway I'm so intrigued with, you know, for, with people who are vegan. Where do you get your fat from? My fat? Yeah. Um, I would say my main sources of fat are probably, I eat a lot of nuts and seeds, okay. peanut butter, um, avocados, and that's probably, they're probably like the main sources of fat for me. I don't, I don't track my nutrient intake mm-hmm. okay. so i don't mm-hmm. know exactly how much fat i eat but i 
I'm not restrictive in terms of what I can eat as a vegan. So I would say I, I probably I probably do eat quite a low fat diet unintentionally because I'm vegan, but wow. I still eat, okay. I still make sure that I always get healthy sources of omega threes and omega sixes through like things like nuts and seeds. Wow. And how long have you been doing this, you know, being a vegan? Um, I've been a vegan for just about a year and a half. A year and a half. Okay. About, I've been veggie for about eight years. So, um, and I've, I've never been a massive meat or dairy eater. Like it's never been, it's never been something I've been like crazy about. So for me, like being vegan is so well, easy. It was like, easy. And so your body didn't me. have to go through like crazy transition. Like, okay, I'm craving for this. Nothing like that. No, wow. no, no, that's I unbelievable. Mean, like I said, when when I turned vegetarian, pretty much the only thing that I ate meat wise was chicken, uh -huh. and I just switched over to corn products, and <laughs> that was pretty much it. And then from vegan, from vegetarian to vegan, all I had to do was cut out like Greek yogurt which isn't vegan. And I just switched over to Alpro, which is a vegan brand of yogurt. So for me, it's like no different. It's just about finding the alternatives. Wow. That's impressive because <laughs> ever since I, that I actually dropped rice into my diet, rice and, and um, other, uh, other food as well, because I, I've been, I am, I'm, I'm a lot older, you know, um, and my body is just somehow it's looking for that. And every time I partake part, part of this diet and put in my nutrition back, I feel better. And sometimes when I jog, it just don't feel good because I'm missing some food elements that I'm my, my body was accustomed to. You know, I drop alcohol, I drop sugar too. You know, sugar from dairy products, and it wasn't that easy. So I I kind of imagine maybe because you were younger and you're not really used to eating this food groups anyway or this kind of diet, you didn't have that. Okay, and I want to talk about something else too. Okay, um. So ever since you started becoming like a health nutritionist or because you told me earlier that you actually do that um, as a profession or do you have like a, you are like a professional when it comes to being a nutritionist, right? Yeah, well, I used to do online coaching for personal training. Is this what you do too? I as your job? I don't have time to do that right now. Oh, so, okay. Um, I am qualified and I have worked as an online coach, but I sort of put my coaching on hold because uh -huh. I don't have enough hours in the day right now to do it. So, so yeah, I guess I am a professional, but I don't currently, I'm not currently a coach like right now. Oh, okay. I understand. Just one more question before we, we, we continue. What do you do online? What is your job? What do I do online? Yeah. You work yeah. at home, right? You work at home. Yeah. 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 So I'm a writer. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And I make a little bit of money for my podcast as well, but that's kind of like writing is like my main job. Mm, okay. I understand. Okay. Next. Um, how do you deal with stress? Because I've listened to one of your, of your podcasts, with I, which I really, really agree when you mention about um, people tend to eat even if they, when they're not hungry because of stress and other part of it is because you're bored or sometimes you just have to fill that void or you feel like I need something to put in my body without any reason at all. Um, but for a lot of reason, I think people do that with stress. And at the same time, maybe they feel relieved 
you know, it could be a pack of cigarettes, it could be alcohol. For, for a lot of people, it could be food and alcohol and cigarettes. How do you deal with stress? Yeah, stress is, yeah, it's, it's something that everybody deals with um, and everyone deals with it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I am a bit of a stress eater. Like when I'm stressed or if I'm anxious, I do, like, I feel this urge to eat mm-hmm. because, like I said in the episode, it is like a, it's like an evolutionary mechanism that when we're stressed, our body is thinking that we're being attacked. <laughs> like evolutionarily, if somebody was stressed, like back in the day, it was probably because something was hunting them or yeah. their tribe was, you know, under attack. So the body gives you all this energy. It's like, we need more food for this energy to run away. Um, so evolutionarily, it's kind of built into us to do that. But for me, yeah, I think how I deal with stress, if I'm feeling really anxious is I take deep breaths. Okay. And I actually will put on like a meditation playlist. And I'll play that and just sit there and take a few deep breaths. And I'll even keep the meditation music on like while I'm writing, because it's really, it's weird. It's like background noise, but it relaxes you because of like the frequency of the music, if that makes sense. Yeah, I understand. Um, And it sounds a bit like weird and woo-woo saying that, but honestly, it really works just playing relaxing music in the background. Um, Like, on YouTube or on Spotify, there's so many meditation playlists. And I would mm-hmm. really recommend if you've been stressed, just to put one of them in. Like, carry on doing what you're doing, but just put headphones in and play that music. And it really helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's very true. You know, I do that sometimes as well. And this might be weird, but I sometimes... There's an app. It's called Nature Environment Sound Effects. When I feel, oh. yeah, when I feel stressed, when I feel bad, when I feel terrible, or when I'm trying to get some sleep, you can turn on that app and then choose, you know, your, your sound, uh, back, background sound. You know, you can put uh, frogs or crickets, uh, you, uh, you know, it could be a heavy rain or, um, you know, something. It's, a, it's an app and it relaxes me all the time. Yeah. It, different for different people. For some people, maybe meditation... Yeah. For me, my meditation is jogging and walking because it allows me to somehow talk to myself and have you know, maybe have, have a conversation with myself. It's, it might sound crazy, but it really does. You know, it, it helps me think about my problems. What should I do? And um, because sometimes meditation doesn't mean quiet, but it could be alone time with a loud background music, right? Or something else. Okay. Um, also, based upon your podcast as well. This is completely off. It's different. Um, But before that, before we go there, um, talk to me about workouts. Talk to me about workouts. You just mentioned, I think most of your workouts are indoors, right? You do indoor workouts most of the time. Yeah, pretty much all the time. All the time. Have you tried going out for a hike or camping or maybe running outside? Well, I ran outside during the lockdown because the gym was closed. Mm. Um, hiking is not for me. Oh, okay. camping is not. For me. It's really not. <laughs> I like being outdoors in the fresh air, but no, <laughs> like I, that is not my idea. You don't feel better when you're running outside when you can actually see the sunrise or sunset and just the wind blowing no. through your face. No. No, I'm that person <laughs> who likes being on the treadmill. <laughs> okay okay anyway um one i think this is from episode one i think um this is this is the first episode that i listened from your podcast and you were talking about why women should shave 
their bodies and not men. I, I don't know. This was a long time ago. This was some month ago when we when we started talking. Um, we yeah, need. I, I think you said that we need to normalize women shaving their bodies. Whether that that was take me to that. Yeah. So it was um it was an episode about things that I think we should normalize. Uh-huh. And one of the things was women having body hair. <laughs> so like this thing in society where women should be shaving like every inch of their body okay and if you want to do that that's fine um but i don't think it should be a case of like every woman has to do that like say if some, a woman has like hairy armpits in england we would be like why does she have hairy armpits why can she not just shave but then if a man has hairy armpits like that's normal that's okay <laughs> So, I mean, I mean, I, I shave my armpit, I shave, <laughs> but I'm just, it, it came into my head that why, why is that a thing? Like, why is that normal in society? So I just wanted to make an episode about like the things, the little things that society kind of puts these rules on, Yeah. but they're not actually like, why are they there? Why are these rules a thing? <laughs> you know what? I used to work in China before for almost two years. And you know, that stereotype that Chinese women actually have a ha- hairy armpit. It doesn't apply to everybody, you know, it applies by choice. Yeah. I have met my, my ex-girlfriend was Chinese, two of them, and thank God they shaved their armpits. But nothing against <laughs> women who does not do that. But um for me, it's just right for women to shave their, their armpits because they're women and it's m- much more clear, I think. Um I'm a guy, I shave my armpits as well. I let it grow sometimes. It just feel it just feels fresher. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but why do you think we have these stereotypes? And um, in, in, your, in your own case, um, is that okay that women doesn't shave their body hair? Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I think these stereotypes, these sort of um, like societal norms yeah. have just been in our society from years and years and years ago and they're not really they're not going to change anytime soon because it takes so long for them to like evolve but um i mean i'm kind of of the opinion just do what you want yeah and that's why i made that episode because if a woman does want to shave she can do yeah and that's fine in society but if a woman doesn't want to shave and she wants to have hairy armpits have hairy legs then she should be able to do that as well. I think, I think it's a bit like, you know, society is evolving to be more inclusive of, you know, all different genders, different sexualities. And I, that's amazing. But then we still have these little like weird norms about like things like shaving your armpits. Like why is that still a thing when people are able to be so expressive nowadays? And it's just weird how there's just still these like little, just little things here and there that are still like, so, like they're like unwritten rules yeah but you know um i agree with that you know i think everybody should have the freedom to express however they want uh and it's 2021 even the dress code now or fashion statement so much different women i mean men wearing dresses i've seen that many times and sometimes you know even especially in social media you just don't want to comment because you don't want to hurt people and at the same time especially when you are attached to a brand or a company you don't want to make these remarks because somebody in your workplace might have that same mentality as you see on the social media. Um, but it is what it is, you know? Um, having, for example, if somebody would apply for a job, a man, 
who dresses that way, who has a skirt, and for him, that's a fashion statement. Or for a woman who's wearing sleeveless that has hairy armpits and goes in for a job interview, and this is how I express myself. What about the, uh, the social norm or, this, uh, or the, um, the rule that has been implemented way back that this is right and wrong? You know, uh, people don't see it that way. You know, people don't have like a category or they don't, they don't have like a specific standard for, for you to be accepted, right? Um, anyway, that, that's just another topic. Um, yeah, I want to talk about something. Yeah, it's 20 minutes. I'm sorry, I'm taking too much of your time. I really, really want to talk more. But yeah, I, I know that your time is very valuable. Um, just final question. Um, just like what I said earlier, before we, start, we started this, this podcast, one of my friends, one of my best friends actually suffered from anxiety and depression. And it's kind of weird because when we were younger, when we were in grade school, high school, and in college, we went to the same school together. This guy was just outgoing. He likes to play sports. He, he, he's into everything. You know, uh, I think we were on the same band um, at one point. And all of a sudden, you know, he started having kids, uh, starting to get married. And we did this episode together and he started talking about anxiety and depression. And he actually mentioned that this started when he had a mini mini uh mini stroke a mild stroke um and i thought that maybe this has a thing to, to do with nutrition with uh with alcohol and uh, because he just ballooned in weight before he started to become depressed he he lost weight now but he the opposite of that person is just very very apparent an outgoing guy to now a very somehow isolated person who does nothing but just watches Netflix and YouTube in, inside his room. And he isolated himself. And I told him, why don't you try to go out? Why don't you jog? Why don't you do this and that? And his answer was, I don't feel like doing it. And I always told him, maybe this is because of, you know, your mental health and the food that you eat. Um, what do you think about that? <laughs> Yeah, uh, so that's such a packed question. Um, I mean, I think when it comes to anxiety and depression, there are so many different reasons yeah. why you can be anxious or depressed. I mean, everybody gets anxious and everybody gets Absolutely. a bit down, mm -hmm. but there's a difference between those and being like having anxiety or depression. They are really, really serious mental health issues and both of which I've suffered with in the past quite severely. I still suffer with anxiety. My depression isn't so bad now. Um, wow, okay. And it's there isn't really like a one answer when it comes to dealing with anxiety or depression because it's so there are so many different like things that can go into it. And it it's easy from the outside to say, oh like just go outside and take a walk. Yeah. Clear your mind. Mm -hmm. You know, like don't be sad <laughs> but because like a lot of the time with um like depression um and anxiety you can't necessarily identify what is actually causing you to feel depressed or anxious a lot of the time with depression you it's like this like it's just like this constant feeling mm -hmm. of 
something isn't quite right something is wrong like I can't really can't describe it but it's like it's not like there's one factor that you can say this is why I'm depressed it's just there all the time so man it's so hard to understand I wouldn't even know where to start because like I'm not a professional when it comes to that kind of thing and you know it's easy to say I'll just go to therapy or whatever but not everybody has access to therapy and I think I I do think your diet like eating well can help but it's not necessarily gonna like cure your anxiety or depression um and really I would just say like go to a professional like as soon as you can and they're going to be able to provide you with like the therapy and the professional sort of guidance and be patient because mental health can take a long time to recover from maybe a lot of the time like you kind of live with it forever but you just manage it um so honestly that would be my advice really wow i agree you know you know i've been sad i've been lonely but i've never been depressed and i don't know how to i don't even know how that feels but you just mentioned that you were depressed before and how did you cope with that are you still dealing with it not very well not very well to be honest Um, i mean it was my depression was sort of well i was a teenager secondary to other mental health issues that i had um so uh, yeah i didn't really cope very well like i didn't have a very good teenagehood because of it um and like i said i i do i think i still do still have some very mild depression but it's a lot less it doesn't really affect my life as much now um so yeah it's been years and years that it's you know been in my life um and yeah i I wouldn't even say I have any coping mechanisms because I didn't really cope with it very well. <laughs> so I think just having people around me to support me, I guess that was like probably the saving grace. Wow. Just, just one last thing, because I'm just really curious. Um, but how do you distract yourself when you're alone, when you don't have anybody at your home? You know, you don't have anybody to call to. How do you deal with it within yourself? yeah i think i think now if i'm having a bad day i will try and sort of just keep myself really busy okay um whether Mm -hmm. that's work or whether that's even like say putting on my favorite youtubers or like my favorite podcast Mm -hmm. because it kind of makes you feel a bit like someone's with you yeah because you know you can hear them or you can watch them so uh, yeah i think just like trying to keep myself busy and trying to surround myself with people even if it is online or in a podcast. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Anyway, Athena, I want to say thank you once again for, you know, giving me your time. I know you're very busy. And yes, I will stop recording now. There you go. Recording okay. stopped. Recording stop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, I have so many questions, but I know that you're busy as well. Thank you.